0: podcasts. Podcasts.
1: Radio presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer with you till three. Elliot, never boring, buddy. Never boring. Well, except the preseason game. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I never thought I'd say this, but thank God the preseason (laughs) is over. I love the preseason. So just
1: for context, uh, people who don't know, preseason is generally Elliot's favorite time of the year. My favorite time of the year.
4: But thank God this is over. The most meaningless, just like lamest Pointless preseason I've ever seen. Thank God it's over. And, of course, today they give us just, you know. Oh, it's beautiful. And,
1: yes, to your preseason point, I don't think there was any better, more perfect, more appropriate ending to the preseason than an ending on a tie. And, and and it's it, like, yep, yep, that's perfect. A
4: rain-filled MetLife. Just <laughs> oh, gross. <great. laughs> MetLife is one of the worst stadiums in the league. <laughs> you know, oh,
1: think. yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, that. just
4: no personality, just very bland and – yeah, last night was not fun. But well, it's over now. And it's, we don't
1: have to talk about it too much. We don't, don't have to much. talk about it. We it was, get, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get later. We'll get into some thoughts from the game. We will dive into it. And if you have thoughts, of course, 215 592 about what we saw last night, who might or might not make the roster. It is cut down day on Tuesday, so yep. we're getting very close to the final 53. We'll get into that. But obviously, wasn't expecting it, buddy. I, like, as shocking a tweet to read as we've had in a while here – I don't think we all – you know, we were talking about a quarterback trade. Not for this guy. Not this one. No one saw this coming. Gardner Minshew for a, a sixth, conditional fifth if he plays, uh, I believe, it, more than 50% of the snaps in three games this season. Where are you at? What were your initial thoughts when you saw the news, and then where are you at with the trade? Yeah. So, what w- what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what what is the game plan? And, look, I, I
4: understand – Gardner Minshew is a good quarterback. This is not an anti Gardner Minshew take. I like Gardner Minshew. I think as a backup, he would be great. Honestly, if they didn't have Jalen Hurts, you could convince me for one year just to see what it is. And if it's bad, you're essentially tanking and you rebuild with, it, with, with another quarterback. I think Gardner Minshew has some skills. Two years ago, he went six and six, which for Jacksonville is yeah. like, you know, going undefeated. 21 <laughs> touchdowns, six interceptions. Like, he, there's a lot to like about Gardner Minshew. Here's what I don't like about it. It's time to stop messing with Jalen Hurts. Like, we literally just saw this play out with Carson Wentz, right? And I know that Gardner Minshew is not the same as Jalen Hurts in the second round. I get that. But Carson was also much more entrenched as a starter than Jalen was. There is no reason at all for this team to have three quarterbacks on the roster. And I know it's something they've traditionally done. I know there's 17 games now, COVID, all those things. Bottom line is, if they're playing their third quarterback, the season's over anyway, and it's not a season worth saving. And let's be real here. What's the best-case scenario? Jalen gets hurt, Flacco gets hurt, and then Minshew kills it? Like, I don't see what the end game here is. And to bring it back to Jalen Hurts, all he hears all offseason is he might not be the guy. Maybe they'll trade for Deshaun Watson. They give Joe Flacco a lot of money. They won't commit to him being the starter. And then this says it all. They trade for Gardner Minshew, and instantly the speculation begins, oh, this means Deshaun Watson's coming. You see all the national pundits saying this means they're not committed to Jalen Hurts. Again and again and again, even after though, even after Jalen Hurts has had a great camp, he had a great ending to it in his practice against the Jets. All this they've done, right, to – sorry, I should say all he's done to try to show that he should be the guy, and continually they mess with him. And so as much as I like Minshew, trading for a third-string quarterback was just flat-out not worth it. So –
1: Pretty funny, uh, the role reversal today, because anyone who's listened to this show this this offseason has known that you've been very pro-Howie, very pro-Eagles. Yeah. I've been very anti-Howie, very anti-Eagles. I love this trade. I, I, I love it. I, I, I see no downside. You're giving up, at worst, a fifth-round pick, likely a sixth-round pick. For a guy who's shown something in the NFL before at an important position, this is the move I wish they had made last year instead of drafting Jalen Hurts in the first place. And I like Hurts. It's not against Hurts, but just in terms of, like, this is the type of move you bring in. You don't have to give up much to get him. And you're getting a guy who's shown something in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if Gardner Mincher is going to be an NFL quarterback or not, but he's shown a lot more than a lot of guys Oh, I think have. he's an NFL
4: quarterback. I do, too. He like, might not be a starter, but he'll be
1: in the league. There's right? something there. Yeah. He, he has showed something on an NFL field. He has shown that he belongs on an NFL field, and you're getting for nothing. Like, I wouldn't have signed Joe Flacco. I'd be much happier if Joe Flacco just weren't here and they went and got Minshew and it was Minshew and Hurts. It fits from a stylistic perspective. You know, Minshew can move around. That makes a lot more sense as a backup to Jalen Hurts. And the Hurts part of it, look, Hurts isn't mentally soft like Carson Wentz. He's fine. And look, they're clearly not committed to him. So if you're not sure about Jalen Hurts, and you and I both like Jalen Hurts, we're excited to see what he has and all that. But if you're the Eagles and you're not sure about Jalen Hurts and you can get another shot at a guy who maybe could be something and has shown something on an NFL field for a late-round draft pick, No brainer. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're
4: saying. You just said maybe Minshew could be the guy. Like that's what that's what we're doing again. That that's the that's the benefit here of the Minshew trade. Maybe he's the guy. Like they're
1: not committed to Hurts very clearly. But you say
4: you say that Hurts isn't mentally weak, right? Like Carson. You're saying the way Carson couldn't handle it. Well, Carson only couldn't handle the Hurts thing because of what happened with Foles. And I know we're going down a path here of you know who knows what's going to happen. In An ideal world, Minshew never plays. It's not an issue. But ultimately, like. What's the benefit of him as the third quarterback? How does this play out? Where you go? Oh, this worked out well. Like Hertz fails, Flacco fails. There's, then there's Minch- upside. You're at least what's like, the upside? Is he you're hedging hear-
1: your bets here? Like they don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to work out. If Jalen Hurts isn't good, right. At least you got a shot with a guy who could be. There's a chance at least. And then if we're talking about, all right, let's say Jalen Hurts isn't good, and you're moving it forward, and you're looking, all right, we got three first round picks. Most likely, when it right. like he's going to play, all that. Use that to go get a quarterback in the draft if you have to. Minshew can be here for another year, whatever it is. But the, but the point is, at least Minshew, there's a chance that guy's got mm-hmm. something. Like we can't say for sure he's not a good NFL quarterback. No, I,
4: look, I like Gardner Minshew as a quarterback. Honestly, I do. I think that I, I think Hurts is better. But you know, if again, if you told me their plan into going into the season was to go with Gardner Minshew, I don't think they'd be as good. But you could talk me into it because he has some potential. You'd give it a year try. Like who cares? See what happens, right? But but ultimately. Like, that's not where this team is at. Where this team is at is trying to make sure Jalen Hurts is the guy, trying to give him the best chance of being that. Me and you have talked about Joe Flacco all offseason. One of your biggest reasons you didn't like the Flacco signing was he's not coming in here to be a mentor to Hurts, right? Mm-hmm. That's not his MO. They, you know, even when he's talked about it, he's said and more or less, like, you know, I'm here to, to, to be a backup, but, like, I'm not here to mentor, mentor Hurts, essentially. Gardner Minshew – in Jacksonville, once they took Trevor Lawrence at number one overall, said, I want to compete for the job. I'm not planning on being number two.
1: You think he's going to come in here as number three no, but and not, be like but just there, Mr. Great Guy in the quarterback things. room? like if you're going to hire an old guy like Flacco, I want it to be someone who's going to help mentor Hurts. If you're going to hire someone who could be your quarterback – if you're going to go get somebody who's going to be your, like Listen to what you're saying. You're saying like, Minchu it, could be the guy. Like I don't know that he can't be. Again, you're taking a shot. You don't you're not set on Hurts. You're you're hedging your bets. You're adding another guy for nothing. Like all the eggs, why would all you? the eggs
4: should be in Hurts basket why?
1: right? Cuz if it doesn't work out,
4: then you figure it out from there. What but the gardener means. Why not
1: Minchu? why not have Minchu here? Why not have a guy who can play football? Look, it's like an asset. You're basically trading nothing for an asset, something that has value in the NFL. It's the most important position. Like, why wouldn't you? Just because of Hurts' feelings? he's the number three. Hertz will be fine. He's, he's the tough. number
4: three quarterback. He's the number three quarterback. They're going to burn a roster spot all year on a third they quarterback. They do every
1: year. They always have three and quarterbacks. And it's dumb every
4: year when they do it. Last year, they burned a spot on Sudfeld all last year. That made no sense. Well, at least they're burning
1: a spot on a guy who has some potential. At least well, they're burning a spot on a guy who's an what, asset. What, the who, potential? Like, other teams might want if he plays well or whatever. Like, th- it's an asset. He's, he's going to be an active every Every week, he's going to be inactive every week, right? Uh, Assuming Jalen Hurts is good, yeah, and healthy, sure. But so, but again,
4: like, let's walk through this. Let's say Jalen Hurts is bad or he gets hurt. First of all, we both agree under no circumstance will we bench Jalen Hurts. Do you agree with that? Sure. I mean, pretty, again, pretty much but now
1: with minchu here, if, if
4: Hurts is horrible, okay, but maybe, exactly this is exactly but the Hertz problem. If Hurts is
1: horrible, then yeah, he probably should be benched. Like it's one begets the other. You can't just say like Hurts is horrible, but just let him play all year. Like I'm fine with Last that. Last week, if me um, and you would have had this exact discussion, and I would have said, but to it's because it's about the future, not about winning games. Like I wouldn't be I, I putting Minshew but... into win games. I'd be saying, all right, let's see what this guy's got. Let's see if there's something there. See that's build up his value. All, like I like right. Minshew. But, but you're you're all in on Hurts. That's that's Yes, what that's what they should be. They but should be not. all in on Hurts. They're not. They're not all in on Hurts. And Hurts right. hasn't earned them being all in on him. Like why should they be all in on Jalen Hurts? We have no idea if he's going to be a good NFL quarterback. All this for Gardner Minshew.
4: That's the point I'm making. But Like it's not a week all ago, this. it is all this. A week ago, you said I, I well, sorry, let me rephrase that. If we were having this discussion a week ago and I said to you, would you ever bench Jalen Hurts this year due to poor play? I guarantee you, you would have said no. Right.
1: For Joe Flacco, I would have said no. But for Minshew, But the principle maybe... remains the same. You got to ride it out with Hurts and let him see what he can be. And of course. I wouldn't bench him for 10 games or something like that. I'm not saying he's bad for two weeks I'm benching right. him. I, I'm going to give him a run. But if it, you're 10 games into the season and you're 2-8 and eight and Hurts has been horrible, right. sure I'll take a shot on Minshew. It's a different situation. I don't need to see Joe Flacco play ever. I don't want Joe Flacco on this team. I thought that was a mistake from the moment they signed him. I haven't liked it one bit. Right. I don't need Joe Flacco here. Just because Joe Flacco was a mistake doesn't mean you shouldn't be looking to add an asset and, like Minshew. And look, if if
4: Joe Flacco wasn't here, that would be a different story. If they if the whole Hurts thing never happened, maybe that's a different
1: story. But we're living in the world we're living in. Like These things have happened. Joe Flacco is on the roster. But they just did... because Flacco's here doesn't mean you don't go get an asset. Like, what? What? I don't understand why Flacco being here would stop you from going get an Because you're burning. Asset. Because you're now using. But a... they were going to keep three quarterbacks anyway. They, they
4: weren't. Were always... They cut Nick Mullins.
1: Because they traded for They were not going to keep Nick Mullins. Uh, Come on. Let's be real here.
4: We saw way, Nick the point Mullins is, play.
1: philosophically, they like to have three quarterbacks. Agreed. And, I... and especially in a COVID season. Like, wouldn't you want a, three quarterbacks even more so in a COVID season? Like, you almost you know, want four in a COVID look, season. Getting
4: into the COVID discussion is maybe not a path to go down, but, like, how many quarterbacks actually missed games last year? I, I'm just you know?
1: saying, like, that I, you have to factor all these things in. Like, I right. think they were going to keep three quarterbacks no matter what. Like, I, I think they want to have three quarterbacks on the roster. Whether you think that's a mistake or not. No, oh, you're right. They want they to have want. three quarterbacks so if they're going to the do roster. that, why, no, why not go get a better asset?
4: Why not go get a guy who can play? Why? But make your third quarterback not someone that's going to be pressing for the starting
1: job. Someone um, that's – he was unhappy in Jacksonville as the backup. He's going to be inactive on Sundays. Like, he, he's got a better chance to be the starter here than he did in Jacksonville. For sure. Well, yeah, because Trevor Lawrence is the Hurts, guy. Oh, yes, that's, yeah. that's a point. So why not be here? Why not be somewhere where you've got a chance? I just can't believe I
4: hear you saying that you're okay with the idea that Gardner could be the guy.
1: I'm not saying I want Gardner know you the guy. I know, not, I guy. know but, but, but you would have like, like, never said that about no, Nick Mullins. The, but the point is, in, right, but the, but it, this is all dependent upon Jalen Hurts sucking. If Jalen Hurts sucks and he's not the guy, then he's not the guy anyway. Why not have another option for who could be the guy, theoretically, if Hurts sucks? Look, best case, Hurts is great, and this doesn't matter. And you just have a good backup quarterback down the road, and. Who maybe you could flip to something? Who knows, right? But best case hurts is good, and this isn't a discussion. But if hurts is bad, why not have a backup plan?
4: I'm just so tired of the backup quarterback stuff. Like well, it's been years separate- of this. Like look, like I I was on the team. Foles, right? Like I thought he played better than Wentz. He had a be- he's had a better career than Wentz has. All those things. But like no denying that the backup drama with that was an issue with this team. Then you deal with the Jalen Hurts stuff. That's an issue, right? You bring in Joe Flacco, who I didn't think it was a problem, but you were on the side, and a lot of people were, of like, oh, he's not a guy that's going to be super helpful for Hurts. And now you bring in a guy that said, you know, he doesn't take number twos because he's not a number two or whatever, right? Like, like when why can't, why can't they just have a normal backup quarterback situation? Why can't they just give Jalen Hurts a chance to be the guy on the team? I don't think Gardner's going to come in and, like, win support in the locker room, don't get me wrong, but we've, you know, no one said that about Nick Foles either. I just... It's just not worth it to me. Like, the small, small chance that Gardner becomes the guy. Like So let's say you bench Hurts in week 12 because he's been, like, up, you know, just even worse than Carson or something, right? Like, he's been terrible. So what, if Gardner's good for four games, that changes your plans for 2022? No, but it, you could
1: you could flip Gardner into something. Or if you're going to draft a quarterback, you could have Gardner start the beginning of next season and work the quarterback in slowly. It just gives you options. It's right. optionality. It's the classic Sam Inky. But let me ask you this. So obviously they gave up pretty much nothing for him.
4: So this is not a big investment. It's not giving up a second-round pick for Hertz. But Gardner is a name. Like, people know Gardner. It's a national uh, you know national story strong. But, like, all not the like national the stash- are talking thing. about it. Sure. Yeah, like, he's a personality. If you're Jalen Hurts, what's your takeaway from this?
1: I gotta work hard and go out and win and be awesome. So, so, you, so if you feel a little like threatened by it. But again, Jalen Hurts—they did not commit to Jalen Hurts. If you're Carson Wentz and and they do that, then you feel threatened because they committed you as the friend And he's soft, and it's a whole separate issue. But but, but the, you're the it. franchise quarterback. They've committed. They haven't even named Jalen Hurts the starter for Week One yet. Like of course they're That's not even committing more to more reason him, not to trade for Gardner. But Garner, they're not but... committing. You want them to commit to Hurts? They're not. They're not doing it. They haven't done it all offseason. Okay. They clearly don't believe in him the way you do. Like and, and I do, like more than they do, clearly. So, so you so you think So this... why not? If you're that in that position as that team that doesn't fully believe in Jalen Hurts, why not? So you think
4: this Gardner trade somewhat reflects on Hurts?
1: In a way, for okay. sure. Yeah. So that's
4: exactly why you don't do it. Like, flat but out again, right there, game over. they don't
1: believe in Hurts, man. Like, what do you want them to do? If, if, you, if, like, if they believe in Hurts, they wouldn't have done this. If they believe in Hurts, they you would have put all their assets behind him. Would I you have made the a trade? Yes, I okay. would, because I'm not sure about Hurts either. I like him. I think he's going to be good, but I'm not sure of it. I'm, I definitely take notice when... Every single national expert who talks about quarterback says he's not good. Like, I think he's going to be good, but I could be wrong. Like, why wouldn't I have a backup plan? Why wouldn't I have another asset for nothing? Because the, the the
4: chances of Gardner turning into the franchise quarterback or the guy that starts in 2022
1: are so small that it's just not worth the distraction. But the, the chances that he is worth a six-round pick for you as an asset, as a quarterback, as a whatever – are pretty high, I would think. It's if, a six-round if Gardner pick. You would this use year. a six-round pick on a backup quarterback in the draft, theoretically, like, right. and that would be your backup because he was a six-round pick. Like, but you're getting Gardner freaking
4: Minchu. The chances of something positive coming from this are incredibly small. Bottom line: two
1: one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you come down on this? Are you like Elliot, where you think enough already with the quarterbacks, the backups, just commit to Jalen Hurts and roll forward? <laughs> are you like me, where? i feel like you're getting an asset for nothing and this feels like a win to me and again i've not been dishing out wins to howie roseman that often i like this move 215-592-9494 where do you stand let's start it out where we do every saturday at this time let's go to and talk to our buddy tom yo tom yo fellas
5: how we doing today
1: what up man how you doing
5: Hey, I got to tell you guys, man, I've been listening all day. It's been great, man, from Howard Erskine this morning through the prof and our ditty. Uh, wow. Just reliving the early days of the whip and prism and the great sports debate. Uh, it's been great. And yeah, then of course-
1: I, and, I, and, and I real it, quick, shout out to Howard Askin. I mean, 35 years is... Mm. Amazing! It's well, an amazing run, and we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here talking to you right now if it weren't for him. I say so. it to
4: James all the time. Like it's just so humbling and crazy to think that Howard Eskins on,
1: that and Glenn then Ray Tidman, now, now, and then, and us. then us. Yeah. So. We, what, well, that's which what one of these gonna, things does not belong? Yeah. Right? Yes. I was
5: gonna, well, no, I was going to say, leading up to you guys, who are a huge part of the future of the Whip. I would I say the said. future of WIP is very bright, in large part to you guys and the fantastic job you guys wow, do. Wow, look Thanks, at
1: the start buddy. of this call. Isn't how it normally goes. Appreciate, appreciate <laughs> all right, now take words, some shots at Elliot yeah. so it's normal.
5: I'm turning over a new leaf, maybe. I love, maybe. It. I love, it. love <laughs> it. So the QB factory
4: rolls on, Ayo! huh? And we got we got James here defending the
1: QB
5: factory. I'll right? tell you what, this just solidifies the fact that they don't believe in Hertz. Yep. That's all it does to and me. And this is
4: exactly why you don't do it. The first call I'll, about this a- is about... The fact but that it shows it, but every national pundit saying it doesn't mean they believe in Hurts. We made
1: them believe in Hurts, man. Like, just because we want them to believe in Hurts, they clearly don't. It is what it is.
4: So, so how he
5: screwed up the Wentz relationship without believing in Hurts and now is hedging his bet with Hurts through minchu. it's a mess. Yeah. It is a mess.
4: I agree. I would not have made this move. The fact that there's such a strong reaction to your number three quarterback tells you it's not worth it. This is a guy that's going to be inactive. That ideally plays no part in the future of this team. And this is what we're talking about.
1: It's an asset. You're giving him a six round pick for it's the what guy. It's what they said
4: about Jalen Hurts last year, right?
1: But they get they draft him the second round, man. This is a six round pick. You always say you'd like trade a six round pick for anything theoretically. Not for You're this. Trading a not six not round for this pick distraction. For an asset. Okay. Yeah, I
5: I, I I side with Elliot on this one. I think it just it creates more of a distraction for Hertz and for the fan base and for everybody involved. It just shows that you you don't have the faith in Hertz.
4: Let me ask you this, Tom and James, mm. you can answer as well if, if you would like. Okay. Let's say Hertz Thanks struggles. Me. Nobody's calling for Flacco to go in. Let's say Hertz struggles now. Will there be people that want Minshew to go in? Of course. Yes, there will be. Will oh, national people will. be like, put Minshew in?
1: Again, if Hurts is struggling, that's a problem to begin with. Like, what do we want to do here? Like, you got to long... ride it out with Hurts. But that's again, the like, I, they, they're not going to. They don't believe in Jalen Hurts. He does not have the leash we want him to have. They are not going to give him the opportunities that they would give the second overall pick in the draft. Like, right. they, they would Carson Wentz. Like, again, I would. I like Jalen Hurts, but they're not going to. And with that mindset, like, why wouldn't you go take advantage of a good trade?
4: Well, when mm. when Gardner win, when Gardner wins them a game in Week 16 and they're drafting ninth instead of seventh, we'll see how much everybody loves this. You
1: know, like Gardner' future they have going on.
5: Hey, James, in your opinion, who who gets more geeked up for the preseason, ESP or Ross Tucker?
1: Uh, I mean, Ross brought it. By the way, shout yeah. out to Ross Tucker. I thought he did a phenomenal job on those. Games, yeah, but yes. he's awesome on yeah, those. broadcasts. Yeah. Ross Ross can bring some enthusiasm, and I love it. But uh, up until this year, n- no one I knew loved yeah. the preseason more than Elliot, and now. Well, the Eagles Eagles
4: basically killed it, right? They don't play anybody. They make the games just like that much more boring to watch. So where do you
1: guys
5: stand on your official prediction? I mean, you guys know I got them at 4-12-1. Where are you guys at with this?
4: So here's where – and I'll actually, Tom, I want a ruling from you on this, Tom. So I made a bet with Howard Eskin that they would win 11 or more games. Does that have to be my official prediction, or can I have a prediction outside of that because it is a bet? And
1: I will back Elliot up that – for the longest time on our pod, Elliot was saying ten wins. Like that was his prediction and right. then it kinda got bumped up to eleven because it kinda just, it just happened. happened. You know it right. But me. now so, you
4: gotta roll with that eh? that's what I'm saying. So do I have you to roll, roll 11? with eleven? Okay. Well yep. I guess
1: my official prediction is eleven. So mine, eleven? minus six. Mine is seven mine has been seven for a while, Tom. Like I would say for about a month I've been on seven. Over the last week or so, I've kind of moved closer to sixth and eight. Mm. Uh, I'm still staying at seven, but by the time the season starts, it's more likely I'm at sixth and eight.
5: And where do you guys see the biggest strength of this team? I, I think I'm with Elliot. I got the it's D the line as yeah. the biggest just strength. just in
1: general. The the lines period. I think, which is a you know a good. Strength I think they could have. have
4: the best defensive line in the NFL this year. Whoa! Whoa ho,
1: ho, ho! I okay.
4: I think they could have the best set of tackles in the middle. I think their edges are very good. I think they're wow. they're set out a monster a year. That is a bold
5: uh, statement. So I will leave you guys with this. I just want to know what you think the biggest weakness is. I came up with two of them. I'd say the lack of depth and inexperience at key spots, i.e. the QB1, shout out and the, the coach, Hammer, yeah. and the head coach. <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, the, de- and, the depth in the secondary is definitely an issue. I think,
1: de- I think depth, I'm with you, and, and inexperience. So. But receiver, too. So. Sure. Yeah. All right. You fellas, keep talking. I'll keep listening. I'm in. Tommy, you're the best, man. Two on I just can't believe you're welcoming welcoming quarterback drama. Gardner Mint. Gardner's gonna be on the sideline, Minshew you know, with like a, a crazy,
4: crazy pair of glasses on. Like, you know, I don't know. Just seems the fact we're even talking about the third quarterback tells you it's a mistake.
1: Two on nine two, ninety-four-94. Where do you come down on this? Do you like the Gardner Mintry dra-? Unexpected. I'll tell you that much. I didn't see it come. My first reaction was definitely like, what the bleep? And yeah, then, well, it, was, it was a good first reaction yeah. by you. You should have stayed and then, with it. And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, you know what? Smart move. How about that? Yeah. Smart move. 215-592-9494. Where do you come down on it? And and coming up next, we'll get Elliot's thoughts on last night, what stood out, some of the key decisions that are coming up. Again, cut downs by Tuesday. So the final 53 by Tuesday. It's a big deal. We'll get into that as well coming up next. It's Elliott Short Parks. It's James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio. And let me remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the real sports fan. Golf's in full swing. Baseball's in full swing. You can bet on it all. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch. It's a wild ride with swings and stuff to take advantage of. The only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania and the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend you can bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app. And you can bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, you can bet hits, home runs, strikeouts, every inning, golf. You can bet on match winners. You can bet on leaders after rounds and so much more. And, of course, you can bet on spreads, parlays, props, teasers, over-unders, and so much more. The app is fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. And it just makes these games so much more fun when you got a few bucks on it. Here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. It's GOBIRDS Radio presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks. James Seltzer with you till 3. Reacting to
4: Gardner Minshew. What's interesting about you... What's interesting about you defending Howie is, I hear you say so often, like, oh, Howie thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. Trading for Gardner Minshew is the smartest guy in the room move. It's like a way overthinking it. We don't, like... There's no benefit to Gardner Minshew as your third string quarterback.
1: See, again, it, it, the benefit is you're trading a six round pick for someone who is worth more than a six round. Pick. But apparently not, because that's what the, you think the Jaguars. I think just the gave? Jaguars are dumb. I look, I think you. So to no other GM tried to trade for him. I mean, maybe they did, but maybe they. they not for more than a six. Then I mean, potentially, yeah, probably, likely they didn't, but maybe they right. decided to trade him at a whatever time. But I point is, regardless of what you got him for, I think he's worth more than that. I think there is is upside. But to the
4: that. league has spoken. Gardner, Gardner Minshew's value was just was just set, and you think a year of sitting on the bench?
1: Well, is- I, again, I, it's an insurance policy. It's a backup plan. Like I think it's the right way to go about doing that. Like I don't. I don't object to the philosophy of, of saying the quarterback is the most important position. We're going to put resources yeah, to it. Yeah, I don't object that. to that either. Yeah, and that's something that we've talked about. And stuff. I have no problem with that as a philosophy. It's just going about it the right way. It's not using a second-round pick on a backup quarterback. It's using a six-round pick on a backup quarterback, especially one who's shown flashes in the NFL. 215-592-9494. It's Elliott. It's James. Let's go back to the phones. Go to South Philly and talk to our buddy Darren. Yo, D. What's up, Elliot? What's up, brother from another mother? How you doing?
6: What
4: up, man? It's been a while. I feel like I haven't talked
1: to you in a few weeks.
7: Yeah, well, I was in St. Thomas last week, so I tried to call him, but I couldn't. But uh, I woke up this morning, and my first text was to my brother when I saw and I was like, what the bleep? Yes. But after listening to my brother beautifully debating it, it makes sense. I think you're overreacting over ESB. It's Here's the... my thing. Go ahead. Injuries happen in football, and the right injury to the right team, they're going to need a backup, and – I could see us getting a fourth for him if that scenario plays out right. So I'm not. A, I'm
4: not. Well, I'm he's not a g- backup to the backup. If Jalen Hurts is hurt, in
1: other teams, he's more valuable than Joe Flacco to other teams. Exactly. But
4: the Eagles literally just traded a six for him.
1: So but, but okay. That, but to Darren's point, someone could get hurt. Yeah. Like, so he's but, saying that that creates leverage. Like it's not the same. Oh, you're saying they could trade him again this he's year? He's saying for they more. could flip Exactly. Him I'm saying
7: thing. it's it's it is. I agree with the it's term It's the room" move. But yeah. it also is. It's a pretty good one at that point. I don't think Mitchu plays a snap for us unless we with week sixteen and seventeen. And is there an eighteen now? Or, I don't forget how it goes. Week eighteen but, only
1: seventeen games. Yeah.
7: Yeah. So if we uh if we uh like miraculously have everything wrapped up, maybe he plays three games for us. But the chance of that happening this season are slim to none. So I don't hate the move as much as I did originally. I think it's actually genius by Howie, and I hate to say that, but uh, I think you need to calm down, overreact. Yes, they need to name our guy hurts starter and like put some faith in him. But I'm not flipping out like you are ESPN. I'm out not, I'm right. not
4: like flipping it, out. I just I'm think it's about a...
7: anything. I'm flipping out the fact that I almost won $200 on a $50 bet last night with the mm. Philly special and the Eagles lost it for me. The Phillies come back in, in the 11th inning and walk off to beat the Diamondbacks. All I need is the Eagles to win. They're up 31, 21, 31, 23. D. And they tie like come uh, on, that's something to be like. Mitchell? I'm that not, must that. have been an uh, emotional dude, hour that's for you, a
4: tough the way one. that Phillies game went and then
7: oh, the hail mary. It great. Uh, yeah, it was it was a great high, and then
1: I get that alert. Perry. I go to <laughs> check after the
7: Phillies after the Phillies win. I go to check my my bet. And it says lost. I'm like, how in the bleep did I lose? Oh, and, dude, and Eagles, they had to get to so, the two like, version.
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. just D always a pleasure, man. Much love, brother. Go Birds, yo! Uh, that uh, losing on a tie, losing a bet like that on a tie, especially obviously the way it played out with the Hail Mary and the two point, it can't get worse. But now it's a lose push? on a tie. I don't know. It's a great I guess question. It depends if he took money line, yeah, if he took the money line, it wouldn't be. It would be a loss, you know. But then that's interesting because it's like I, you know, ending in a tie. I don't know, you know. I, I, so
4: I do think it makes sense that preseason games shouldn't end in a tie. I, I mean, sh- should end in a tie. Sure. I get, I get the logic yeah, of no it. There's no reason to play more football. Right. But but there was a part of me last night after they tied it that was like, I wouldn't mind seeing like a college over <laughs> You know, like the, each, each team gets the ball on the 10 and you go back and forth. Like, why know. not? It would have taken, what, an extra 20 minutes? Yeah. So I'm okay with the ties, but I would, you know, it would have been cool to see
1: that. I look, I hate all ties, so I'm always good to have one. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Doylestown and talk to Bob. Bobby. Hey,
8: James. Hey, uh, Elliot. How are you?
1: What's going on, Bob? How you doing? I'm
8: I'm good. I'm good, guys. Great nice. show as usual. Thank you, James.
4: You know, I I talk
8: to you during the week. Yep. Okay. Elliot, I'm going to ask you to just take a step back and listen to what I have to say because
4: just
8: okay. I have always thought, and I've said this to James before, that the quarterback, our starting quarterback is not here yet, okay? Um, Our quarterback is sitting right now because of all his legal matters, and that's Deshaun Watson, okay? But think about this for a second, guys, and think out of the box here, okay? We all know Flacco is nothing more than a backup. If you have to bring him in because somebody got hurt, it makes sense, but he's not going to start. I mean, he's past his prime, but he's just a backup at best, okay? Mm -hmm. But, okay, I think Hertz is going to go and be traded. I agree there's a lot of legal issues right now in regards to Watson, a lot of unknowns. But think about this, guys. Would you rather have Minshew fill in? Let's say we go and get Watson, okay? And the reason why we get him is because his value is diminished right now, number one. Howie was voted this week as one of the most untrusted people in the NFL. This is right in Howie's wheelhouse. It's a move where would you rather have Minshew as the fill in? If we go and get Watson, he's suspended. He fills in until Watson comes back. Hertz goes in the trade, and I think we get Watson at a better value because we're not going to have to give up as much, and we get what we want. This year, we're not going to – we're not going to win the Super Bowl. Hopefully, we'll have a winning record or a 500 record. But if we're looking at it, this is a building year anyway. You take the hit now and then look at the bigger picture moving forward to see what you guys think about it. So, that.
1: Bob, that was
4: my exact reaction to the trade. That yeah, was Elliot's first
1: thought, Bob. When it happened, Ele- that was his first thought. My first thought was
4: it makes no sense to have Mar- uh, Minshew as the three, but you start Flacco, you have Minshew as the backup, while Watson's suspended, and you take the hit now. And I also think it's interesting that they've gotten Flacco so many reps with the starting wide receivers this, this uh, preseason games, right? He, the starting receivers played an entire half with him in the second game. Mm-hmm. and Even last night, Rager and Watkins got in there. So, you know, we'll see if they trade for Deshaun Watson. I, there was a report today from Pro Football Talk that uh, from Mike Florio saying that he's hearing a deal is going to happen in the next few days, but that the Dolphins and the Panthers are the finalists. Um, he did not mention the Eagles, just that they'd been linked to him. So, We'll see, but, look, Minshew makes more sense as a backup quarterback than a third-string quarterback. So, you know, I, I think your, Bobby, thier, your I, theory is not crazy. I think it,
1: look, yeah, I think it's a very interesting theory. I think connecting the dots, it makes a lot of sense. They've been in on Watson the whole time. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I don't. I think that this is, this is actually more a sign that they're not committed to Hurts, but they're going to take a shot on Minshew and have, like, the, you know, kind of multiple options, optionality, and then if it doesn't work, they're going to draft somebody. But, Bobby, I don't think it's crazy. I think it, 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 it's certainly possible.
8: But we do have the most draft capital. We've yeah. got the most offer in any team in the NFL. So I think we are sitting, whether we want to believe it or not, we are sitting in the front seat of the car. We're there.
4: Well, Bob, okay? the other I... thing to remember, though, is Deshaun Watson does have a no-trade clause. Now, who knows with everything that's going on how much he'll stick to that, but Carolina and Miami were on his original list of teams he was interested in. Okay. Bobby, okay.
1: great call, brother. Thanks for calling in on All the All right, weekend. thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Great job. Always yeah. a pleasure. Yeah, look, I think that, I think there are a lot of people that thought about that when the well, and that's the the problem. Mm
4: That that's the whole problem with this situation. He he, you know, Jalen Hurts is pulled from the game because he's sick, and the immediate speculation is up. He's being traded, right? Anything ever happens with Deshaun Watson, and it's up. The Eagles are about to get him. They trade for Gardner Minshew, and their reaction around the league is, oh, they're not sold on Hurts, and like maybe this is going to be Watson, right? Like this is this has been one of the main problems with the Eagles over the last few years. And if you list why they've been bad or at least not met expectations, like obviously injuries. Uh, you know, and then clearly Carson not playing well. But the backup quarterback thing has been a huge distraction the last few years. And I know I'm taking a few steps forward, but like you even just said yourself, like who knows? Maybe Minshew's the guy. Like what are we talking about here? Like why are we having this discussion about maybe Minshew could be the guy? That's the whole problem with this move.
1: Again, optionality. Let's go to okay, Virginia. Howie. Let's go to Virginia and talk to Austin. Austin, what's up, buddy?
4: How are you guys doing today?
1: Hey, what's going on, Austin?
9: awesome
10: Um, i tell you what uh i was not expecting all this controversy and uh i was thinking i'm just gonna drive down to obx and have myself a nice weekend and and i'm I'm listening to the radio and i'm like wait we have a new quarterback (laughs) Uh,
1: welcome to life following the yeah yeah we certainly were not expecting to talk about this today on our show so i feel you
10: and the main the crazy thing though is if this was any other nfl team no one it wouldn't be talked about as much because of the controversy we've had in the past.
4: yeah,
1: And
10: I don't think
4: the fans care
10: as much about the third-string quarterback as we do.
4: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It can, because, of, because backup quarterback controversy has followed this team for years now. Like, so this is just another chapter in it.
10: Yeah, I mean, I it's always been quarterbacks. We have McNabb puking and, and the Foles uh, uh, and, and Carson. It's, it's everything. It's all been crazy. Um, it, it's insane. But yeah, it's uh,
1: been I didn't want to... Go ahead, Austin. What's up? No, go ahead.
10: Oh, I wanted to ask, uh, Do we are we expecting Miles Sanders to have a good year this year um, with everything that's been going on? I mean, I feel like last year he had some good spurts, but this year he's kind of – I hope he has a good step because I know it's a contract year for him.
1: Austin, great question, great call, and I want to get to that next because yep. we were going to get into what happened last night, and I think you know a couple things we saw last night were Ken and Gamewell looking pretty good, was Boston Scott looking pretty good, and the Miles Sanders report. So coming up next, I, m- I mentioned last segment we were going to get to Elliott's thoughts from last night, and we'll-, we'll answer that question about Miles Sanders, the running back group, how that's going to play out in terms mm-hmm. of playing time, all that and 53-man roster coming up. And again, where do you stay on this Minshew trade? Unexpected. I like it. Elliot doesn't. Also uh, unexpected. Uh, who could have seen this coming? Yeah. 215-592-9494. It's Elliot Troy Parks. James Seltzer with you till 3. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Troy Parks. James Seltzer with you till 3. Coming up in just a minute, we're going to get into what Elliot thought of last night. Who help their case who hurt their case. And we'll get into that question our last call, Austin, Virginia, asked about Miles Sanders and how assured is his role and mm-hmm. him having a big season for the Eagles. That's coming up in just a minute. First, let's go back to the phones, go to Tennessee, and talk to our brother, Justin. What up, feller?
11: What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today?
1: What up,
4: man? How you doing?
11: Ah uh, man, I'm just sitting here watching little college football on this fine uh, Saturday. I know I you're figured happy. You
1: would be, buddy. Yeah. I figured you would. Be. Hey, I'm
11: I'm tickled to death, man. And we got a barn burner in Champagne uh, as the right. line right, right. nothing. Yeah, oh, ho, nothing on
4: college football's back.
11: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's back, boys. I'm tickled to death. Uh, I I don't really. I'm not really threatened or Hurts, I, I should say, shouldn't seem really threatened yeah, by you Minshew don't have to because, feel threatened, Justin. Don't worry. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, you always have I a place think, in our heart. I don't, I don't think Hurts should feel threatened by Minshew because he lost that number two position to C.J. Beathard. Yeah. You know, and uh, C.J. Beathard, from what we had seen in the past, he ain't, he ain't all that great. So, I mean, and I like what Jane said. You know, it's just – it's just a backup, you know. I mean, I I don't think they're going to trade for Watson because you've got the FBI investigating that cat now, man, for like human right. trafficking rights and stuff like that.
4: I, I don't think I just there's think no way whole, in the world
11: they go after him.
4: This whole like I'm he's sorry. just a back. No, my bad. This whole like he's just a backup, right? I mean, like Foles was just a backup. They said Hurts was just a backup. Like, at what point? I I get the whole like invest in quarterbacks. I do. I understand the logic behind it. But at a certain point, you have to accept that like. Your starter needs to feel like the starter. Your starter can't go into work every day looking over his shoulder like Carson had to with Foles, and then I also had to do it with Hertz, And now Hertz has had to look over his shoulder – Even, you know, he's had to look over his shoulder all the way to Houston. Like, he's had to look over his shoulder, like, when the draft was happening, about Justin Fields, about Zach Wilson, about Joe Flacco to a lesser extent, but kind of. I mean, all the national media today is talking about, you see tweet after tweet. Oh, I guess Eagles aren't sold on Jalen Hurts. Like, that stuff matters. If you're Jalen, and I know that Jalen comes across, and I'm sure he is, like, you know, a tough guy mentally and and all those things. But it's still not good. Like you still don't want your starting quarterback showing up the Novacare today and being like, "Oh, I guess I have to prove myself again." Like that's just not ideal.
11: Well, and also something that James said too that struck me. You know, what if there is a, a really good team, but they're not selling on their backup, and their starter gets hurt, he's going to be out a couple of weeks. This
4: sounds a lot like the well, you could flip Jalen Hurts in a year. Conversation. But again,
1: the basic point of it is that you're getting an asset. And That's what a six-round pick, but you trade us. You used a second-round pick for Hertz. This is a yeah. six-round pick. But it's the all logic about is: it's what just, you're giving up to get what you're getting. If the whole yeah. lot, if the whole part you like of
4: the trade, I know it's not the whole part, but to your guys, what you're saying, well, maybe they can trade him for more.
1: I just don't like going well, into a situation like It's just one aspect like of that, it. Though. It's it's again, it's the options that having Gardner minchu here presents and right. getting him for the price you got him for.
11: When when is the final cut-down day for rosters as well? Tuesday. I'm,
4: Tuesday it's by Tuesday four. So
11: I I was texted with James this morning. I think Fulgham, I think Fulgham's gone. The, so because perfect. Hightower was getting more reps and he was starting, you know, getting more playing time and on the field earlier than even Whiteside and Fulgham. Justin, i think they keep six and high power and white side are the last two but I'm, anyway i'll let y'all get into that
1: i'm really I'm happy you brought off. it up that's a perfect segue justin we love you brother thank you for calling
11: love you boys i'm gonna get off i mean it fellas
1: all right let, let's get into that because because uh we'll get back to the phones in just a second uh it, last night um let's get back to the sanders thing let's start with the fulgham thing because justin did br- bring that up and i think that that was probably, in terms of roster decisions, yeah. the, the biggest thing that stood out to a lot of people last night watching the game on Twitter. You know, kind of the interaction was, hey, where the hell's is Fulgham? He's not playing. He didn't play till like, late in the second quarter. He wasn't involved that much. Played in the second half. Like, it seemed like the kind of thing that would be for someone who's lower on the depth chart. What did you make of it?
4: So I was happy that fans last night got to see that J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is an improved player because I've seen that in training camp. And understandably, a lot of the reaction when I say those things is, oh, come on, man. Like, yes, is White not a lot of the no reaction. Good.
1: I think the only reaction. Yeah,
4: so look, I think you everyone saw last night. He looks like an improved player. The, the catch he made, he broke both the tackles. Then to bring it in, he had another nice catch along the sideline where he broke tackles. So I believe he's earned a roster spot.
1: Now, and all- to be fair, we thought he would probably get one because of the second-round pick exactly. thing to begin with. But, but I think at this
4: point, he's done enough where the, the, he's earned a roster spot outside of that, yep. and then the second-round pick is just the icing on the kick to help him get in. Travis Fulgham. Travis Fulgham has had a bad training camp. He has not been good. He's been, I believe, arguably the worst receiver on the roster during training camp. You saw last night. First of all, he's just not really involved, right? He gets two targets despite the fact that he's playing in the last preseason game, and this is a guy that some people think could be a starter. So he's essentially a starter playing in the last preseason game into the fourth quarter. He makes a catch, the ball gets stripped away. He's had issues with drops in camp, so he has done yeah, nothing. They lost it, lost the
1: fumble too, right? Yeah, and it, well, and it was a touchback too. Yeah. so like yeah, lost, brutal. lost right. the ball is my point. Yeah,
4: so. He has done nothing in camp to earn a roster spot, in my opinion. Now, will he make it? I think the Eagles' like, kind of strategy with receivers over the last few years has been let's buy a lot of lottery tickets and we'll see if they hit. You took Quez uh, and John Hightower in that draft and then Rager, obviously, in the first round. And it looks like maybe Quez is going to be one that hit. But I think they just want to keep bodies around and see you know, what hits and what doesn't. So I actually think there's a world where they could keep seven receivers wow. initially and then you figure it out once the cuts around the league happen. But I think Fulgham will probably make the roster, but he has not been good, and it would not surprise me whatsoever if they released
1: him. Fascinating. And, and, uh, yeah, look, I think that was the takeaway by a lot of people last night, and I agree. I I wouldn't be shocked if he's on the roster because of the upside he's shown in real NFL games, but it does seem like the vast majority of people are saying he has been a disappointment in camp, and you add in the practice habit stuff we've heard in the past. Yeah. Not not a great look right now for Fulgham. It's going to be an interesting one. The Miles Sanders thing that Austin, Virginia brought up, You've been down on Sanders this training camp for the most part. Yeah, down's, it, down's a, l- a little. Down, yeah, like yeah. you still like Miles Sanders, but but he struggled with the catches, you know, drops and stuff like that. And and to your point, you've talked about how good Boston Scott has looked at times, how good Kenny Gamo yep. looked at times. What's that situation like right now? How do you see this playing out?
4: Well, it's interesting because Miles has looked really good running the ball. Like when he runs it in camp. He looks fast. He looks strong. He looks decisive. He's broken some big runs. So he's looked good physically. He's clearly the most talented running back they have. But he has had troubles, trouble in the passing game. He had, he had four drops during training camp. And you could see just with the discrepancy in the touches. Like when it came to running attempts, Miles Sanders was far and away the running back that got the most rushing attempts. I think he had 60 in training camp. And the second place person, I believe, had 40. So a large discrepancy. But then when it comes to the passing game, Miles Sanders had fewer targets than Kenny Gainwell, and I think he only had around one or two more than Boston Scott. It was, much more, it was much closer, and you saw last night, Kenny Gainwell is already a very good receiver out of the backfield. Boston Scott last night took a small swing pass and took it 49 yards for a touchdown. Now, I know they're playing against backups for the Jets, but I do wonder if Sirianni is going to end up trusting Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott in the passing game more than he does Miles Sanders.
1: So, Which means they'll just be on the field more. Because, right. You know, yeah, exactly. And they could put multiple on at the same time, yep.
4: but like, that's not something you're going to do a ton with running back. So I think Miles will end up putting up good numbers. I think he's very talented. I think he'll be a big part of the offense. But I do believe Gainwell and Scott are going to, you know, chip into his touches in the
1: passing game. We'll get to more of Elliot's takeaways from the game last night and a little bit later in the show. Two on five five nine two ninety four nine for for now. Let's go back to Southwest Philly and talk to my boy Ike. Ike, how are you my friend? What up, what up, yo. Hey, how's, hey, how's
6: going? it what's up, y'all? Yo, see, this I was listening and um I got issues with the guard miss issue thing in terms of like people's perception of it. First of all, Hertz ain't done nothing yet to deserve that type of respect that he don't have to earn his Mm -hmm. spot. Second of all, Minshew ain't nobody that nobody should be uh, worried about. What, because he beat out Nick Foles a couple years ago on a roster that was probably one of the worst rosters in the league? Like, Minshew is nothing, like here's my thing, I look at it as we upgraded our third-string quarterback. And when you got a chance to upgrade a a place or a, a person on the team, then you do it. You know what I'm saying? And I've seen that he's under contract for very, very cheap next year. Yep. So, bam, you got your second – you got your backup quarterback when, when you let Flacco roll next year. So, I don't see the issue like that. And and like I said, you, y'all all grew up and we play sports and stuff like that. Yo, if you a competitor, you want to fight. That's why a lot of people thought he would win, because he felt like he was entitled to it. And Hurts has been – the opposite of that in terms of his attitude. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why we've seen more sensitive not all of us, but like the fans seem more sensitive to, this this move than other people, or competition. No, I you know think,
4: what I'm saying? No, you look, I think, I think they're great points. You're right about the fact that, bottom line, the 53-man roster is more talented today than it was before they got Gardner Minshew. That is, that is correct. And he is under contract next year. That's a positive. But for me, it's not so much about the fact that Hurts has not earned the right for no competition. Because I agree with you, right? Like, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be good this year. He's accomplished pretty much nothing in the NFL, and I understand why they would want to protect themselves. So it's not yeah. about that, but I think it's more about what's the right way to go about it and the way of, like, why are you constantly putting Jalen through this? Like, let's remove Carson from it, you know, just remove him from it. If Jalen, if, as Jalen's trying to, like, win over the locker room, as Jalen's trying to be confident in his second year, is upgrading your third quarterback spot really worth even the small chance that it might rub him the wrong way? And I, I agree he's not earned it. But just because he hasn't earned it doesn't mean it's not the right way to go about it, especially when everyone says Carson's so soft mentally. Like, no one thought about that about Carson before the Nick Foles thing happened, right? Like, things happen. changes people. You go through things. So I don't think that's going to happen. But ultimately, upgrading the third quarterback spot to me is not worth potentially, like, rubbing Jalen Hurts the wrong way as you want him to be your franchise guy.
6: But hey, well, here's the thing, too, just a counterpoint on what you're saying. Everybody talking about that and them disrespecting him, and not just here because I've seen the guy Ryan Clark said it, yep. that they always disrespecting him. But, yo, they, they sat him, and when they set him out, they took out the whole offensive yeah. line. They said
2: they're me
1: their starters, me that, and they sat down. Yeah, that hurts. gives yeah. me
6: some – that tells me that, yo – we may not have said it, but we've said it. everybody knows he's a starter. But it's been a big story in the newspaper and on the radio that when they go to name him a starter. But sometimes things don't have to be said for you to understand what's going on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Okay. But yo, last thing show is all that all oh, every week. Wow. I listen, yeah, love y'all, side. man. Keep doing your thing, bro. Always that was a a great. Pleasure, great, thanks, call, Ike's Joe. always made great. some
1: really good. Ike's points. been calling me for years. He's the best. I love that guy. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Where do you stay on this Minchie thing? Do you think it was the right move by the Eagles? Or, or, like Elliot said, you know, commit to Jalen Hurts. Stop jerking him around, all this stuff. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. And we'll continue to get Elliot's thoughts from last night. Who else is on the roster bubble? Are there any names we think might make the team that might not? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. 592 94 94 It's Elliot. It's James. It's go, Birds Radio. And again, let me remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the Real Sports Fan. Golf and baseball are in full swing. You can bet on it all. Baseball, golf, MMA. And so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch, which is a wild ride. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in the whole state of Pennsylvania, and it's the only one that we here at Go Birds recommend. You can bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app, and you can bet on individual player performances as they happen. Bet hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning. You can bet golf on match winners, leaders after each round, and so much more. You can always bet spreads, parlays, props, teasers, over-unders. The app is easy. It's, it's easy to use. It's fun. It's intuitive. And, and just having action on these games makes them so much more fun to watch. You're invested like it's not quite like it's your team, but, but pretty close when you got some action on it. It just makes it more fun. And here's the deal. New customers, if you sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA. And use our promo code GOBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. It's GOBIRDS Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you. Till three. It's almost football season, buddy. It is. It's but, pretty exciting. I mean, the preseason is over. I was just thinking about like we all have one more of these shows before we're doing a show the day before the Eagles play yeah. the game.
4: It's unbelievable. Pretty it really awesome. did sneak up. You know, like a lot of times people will say things like, "Oh, I can't believe football is in ten days," and I'm like, "Yeah, bro, we've been looking forward to it for months." Like I'm well aware, <laughs> but but now I do think genuine, like genuinely, I'm like, "Oh wow, you're right." Yeah, like, well, I mean when, it's almost
1: September. There are college football games today. The matter. Like they're actually playing real college football games today. Like yeah, it's awesome. Two one five. I, I got to get more into college football. Yeah, I I it's going downhill. I mean, all the the you know the super conferences and all yeah. that. It's just not not my favorite, but. Well, so, and
4: look, we're both proud Temple Al. so I don't mean to right, shot buddy. at the program, but it is tough when you went
1: to college yes, when te- and yes. they weren't that good when we were in college. Yeah, they, when I went, they were a laughing stock, actually. Yes, I was they were the, like barely a program when I went. Who was it? Al Golden? Oh, so that's when it changed. Golden turned it around. So I think I might yeah. have been there right around Al. Yeah, Golden, I was before but, Al. So yeah. anyway, well, I mean, did Go they else. even have football? <laughs> barely, were, buddy. Yeah. Barely. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Football Football's back. It is pretty exciting. Where do you stand? On the unexpected Gardner minchu trade today, and of course, if you have this any, team, man. if you have any thoughts about last night's game, we'll take those as well. Let's go back to the phones, go to South Philly, and talk to Eric. Hey,
12: hey, how you guys doing?
1: Hey, what's going on, Eric?
12: Hey, just wanted to give a couple thoughts about the preseason. Um, I feel I like the, the tackle we got. Um, Ty McGill. Yep. I, th- I think that's the thing. Yeah, T. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I really like that guy. He's had a good, uh, uh, he, He's
1: had made some plays in the preseason. T. Y.
12: McGill. Yeah, between him and um, Ridgeway, like, are we going to keep both of them?
4: So what's interesting about them is I think you could see them cut T. Y. McGill, but because he's a vested veteran, he does not go through waivers. So like some of these players, right. they release. Like if they were to release Folgum, Folgum would be then available to all 31 other teams. McGill, I don't believe would. So what they could do with McGill is say to him look, we're going to release you, but we're just going to re-sign you after cuts so that we can get other guys through, through waivers. So I believe, right. McG- I believe McGill will be on the roster in week one, but don't be surprised if he's initially released these next few days.
12: Yeah, I hope we find a way to get him on the roster. I already, I already like his penetration.
4: Yeah, and they, but, they um, need defensive tackles. I mean, obviously, Fletcher Cox and Javon Hargrave are really good, but outside of that, they're pretty thin at the position.
12: Right, especially with Million William at the end. Um, playing yep. him at the end, I think you need you need depth at the tackle position. Yep. But um, <laughs> what do you guys think about Deion Taylor? Like, Is he going to get any snaps? In a regular
4: season? So I was putting together my 53-man roster prediction this morning, and if I was running the team, I would cut
1: Davion. Taylor. Wow.
4: Like, let's be. Like, wow. He didn't play all last year. He's hurt again. Is I mean, anybody, they
1: won't. He was a third round won't, pick last but like, year. Is they anybody
4: won't. really claiming Davion Taylor? Like he was a third round pick, but we could argue he might have most been over drafted. Not
1: might have been. I mean, most people had him going well after. Right. That, so, if yeah. you're
4: another team, are you really saying, okay, Davion's such a good athlete that I'm going to draft him a year <laughs> and a half after he's done nothing in the NFL? So. And he might just not be good. So I would cut Davion and then put him on practice squad if he clears waivers. But if he wouldn't, I wouldn't be you know, I wouldn't lose sleep over it.
13: Wow, that's that's shocking. I kinda like his athleticism. I at least.
4: Yeah, but he's been like athletic this. for a year and a half. I mean, you know, like I I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, at a certain right? point you have to get out on the
1: field. Thanks for the call, Eric. And I don't think they will do that for what it's worth. The third round pick last year, that would be pretty surprising. Yeah, I don't think in they brief will. Miller they did it. I guess he was a fourth he round a pick fourth the year before. Car- Clayton Thorson, even before the season that was a fifth round pick. So like they they have had the the they have gotten rid of picks quickly. Sometimes it's just a third round pick. I I can't remember the last one that that didn't make it a year. So uh, if I remember
4: year. correctly, Davion though was a compensatory pick. Is that correct? So like yeah, the beginning of the fourth so is what you're saying. Let me ask you this. I have this debate with other beat writers sometimes. If you're drafted with a compensatory pick in the third round, are you really a third round pick? Because you you're not valued, as right? It. Like each 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 team had a pick been, in the third you know, 96 round, ninety right. six picks or whatever. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. You don't seem as interested. No, in it as I it never. That's okay. That's
1: don't fine. really care to be yeah. honest. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think about <laughs> it often, so <laughs> whatever. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to North Jersey and talk to my buddy Neil. Hey, Neil.
2: The great Seltzer, Pleasure to speak with you as always. Thanks for taking my call. What's
1: up,
4: pal?
2: Elliot. Pleasure to speak with you as always What's too. What's
4: going on, Neil? Good to hear from you.
2: Couple of things. So the Minshew trade and a few other tidbits. Um, the trade in and of itself is a good trade to get a guy who's a you know 20 NFL starts is a relatively yeah. competent starter. I mean he's not you know top ten, not bottom ten. Some I would kind agree of a with that. Yeah, I think competent. He's a good trade. Way. Yeah, in and of in and of itself. The problem though is the public perception now is one, the organization does not trust Jalen Hurts completely as a starter. Yep. Two. Gardner Minshew is not Nick Mullins, and thank the Lord he isn't. Um, he could come in, and if he's, if, let's say, let's even say they go one and five, or Hurts gets injured, Gardner Minshew is someone that could be competent enough. Points where you might eight, nine, um, nine, nine
13: and eight.
2: So I think he's competent enough to start. But again, it gives that public perception that the organization does not trust Hurts. But,
1: but, you know, but they don't. But they don't. They don't like very clearly. Like they, they have made it as clear as they can that they are not fully sold on Jalen Hurts. That they are not fully committed to Jalen Hurts. That he, which is, not- is the,
2: yeah, which is exactly the problem. I mean, I mean, and and the, but I think also remember he, he only had four starts last year. You have a rookie camp, Jalen Hurts, and and then this rookie camp, he's only thrown ten passes in preseason games. It's just a mess when you when you say you're going to give a guy and he is the number one starter, but he only plays ten snaps. Then you trade for, for Gardner Minshew for a sixth round pick. It just it's a cluster you know what when it comes to the Eagles and, and their philosophy about quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I, second yeah. thing. Go ahead.
2: No, no, the second thing is this. I don't think we should be suckered in by the fool's gold of J. J. ortega Whiteside. He's not a starting NFL wide receiver. The only good game he's ever had was that preseason game against the Ravens. Yep. I understand he's a second round pick, who will get every chance, but that guy should be cut. He just should not be on this roster. And third, I think, I think the long play, if you sort of think, you know, chess and three moves ahead, maybe I'm a little crazy here, but I'm going to say it. I think, if, I think if Gainwell, who I really, really like, great pass catcher out of the backfield, 14-yard average at Memphis, I think they look at him. Because I think Miles Sanders has a year left on his deal, if I'm not mistaken, or this is last year
4: on his rookie contract? Two years left, including the season that's about to start.
2: I think if Gainwell develops, and I think he's going to be a really good player, I think he was a steal of the draft, I think he fits with the Eagles, does do well. I think they might look at him as the future number one, and they might trade Sanders in the offseason to get a high draft pick. Well, because
1: yeah. it, It's a good thought, and a really good call. I, like, I don't know how high a draft pick you get for Miles Sanders. I mean, maybe if it's an amazing year. year but even still, like, trading for running backs is not something you well, see that often in terms of, like, value for that.
4: And the, the reason they would trade him is because this is essentially a contract year sure. because he's allowed to get a new deal. So let's say Miles has an outstanding season, right? Gainwell looks really good. They like him, but Miles – Puts up the majority of the yards. He's going to want a new contract, and I, I would not blame him. Like he might hold out if he doesn't get one. Running backs, we all know how quickly their shelf life is. All those things. So I do think the Eagles could absolutely trade him after the season. The other thing they could do is just be like, "We're not trading you," and then just kind of We're run, him into, you run, run him into year. the ground for a year. Run him into the
1: ground for a year. But yeah, I think that there's a real chance Miles. Might not be on the roster, and I think Gamewell's, I'm I'm right with Neil there. I think Gamewell's fantastic. Like I've been, I, I loved him in the draft. Loved the pick itself, yeah. and I've been very impressed so far from what I've seen. And he's looked really good. I mean, at the beginning of camp,
4: he was mostly getting third team reps, and he, you can just see like slowly he's moved up. It was mostly third, and then he was getting some second team reps, and then he was sprinkled in with the ones, and now he like almost exclusively runs with the ones, except for last night, obviously. So he he's definitely improved as camp has gone on.
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Let's go to Vancouver and talk to our buddy Tom. Tom, what up, Tommy?
4: Hello, gentlemen. Tom,
1: what up, so, man? How's our reception? Is it okay? Because I've got some odd popping on my side. Is it all right for you? Yeah, you sound good, Tom.
4: Well, do you have another drop for us this week? Was it? Remember last week, you like had a sound drop in the <laughs> yeah. middle of the call and stuff like that. So, hey, so you know,
14: yeah, that's right. So okay, so it's not quite a drop in that sense, but the Tom from Abington, um, who's listening, I'm sure. I've got a minor beef with him.
1: Ooh, Tom on Tom crime. That was exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So it's the it's the uh,
14: the call that I did to Mark and Reese when I was competing to get on the fantasy league, and Johnny Mark accused me of being a regular caller to the midday show. He,
0: he hears me on it all the time.
1: Yeah. Well, James, that, that's, that's not true. true. No, you've called the midday show a couple times. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say too, like three. Like, how much longer are you gonna try to
4: make us jealous here? You wanna, or, you wanna join the <laughs> fantasy league of the afternoon show? The midday guys say you call like you know, like you are a Go Birds caller. Yes, Tom. you are I'm our sorry. guy. That that's is right, what he should have said.
14: So, so John, so John, John hung up on me. Wow, because
4: it was, we would never you, do that. Ever.
14: Jay James was doing the curmudgeon thing on midday show. Uh-huh. So I. This, so, and, um, and then later on the text line, Tom from Abington texted in and he took a dick at me saying I was the crooked Canadian pretending I wasn't calling in on the oh. midday show. So that's my minor beef. Well, okay.
4: look, really? know. as long as you both commit yeah. to being Go Birds callers, you guys can be. Yeah. As well, long I we it. come I, first,
14: I think Go Birds yeah. callers should be, should be, it should be like a family. And it there should
1: not be any collar on collar. Uh, I'm with you, yeah, Tommy. That's the version. way we like it. And I think that we have yeah. the best callers at the station. So. It's not even close. Now, yeah. I think, so I think Bobby
14: I, I think Bobby had a uh, – that was a great theory. And I know, Elliot, you thought it when you thought up and heard about Mitch. Mm-hmm. I thought of it, too. And it just makes so much how he said. And I don't know if that's – uh, if you've heard of uh, Oxum's Razor about the the sure. syphilis, yep. The, the sure. theory with the human society. Be the best one. The fewest assumption is, is that he's just a backup, right? Yeah. But it does sound so Howie, doesn't it? To uh, to pull off this, uh, let's get Mitchu then let's, uh, let's... Yeah, like that
4: multiple moves, like well, I think this it's to do telling. this, to do that. I think it's telling that every person that heard this news, nobody was like, oh, he's just a backup, no big deal. Not one person reacted to this. I was like, oh, great way upgrading the third spot. Everyone's initial reaction was, whoa, like why did they do that? What's going on? Right. Yeah. I think that's telling. It, exactly. Exactly. So, okay, a couple,
14: couple little uh, questions for you guys uh, uh, before we go. But if you name a player that was on the bubble before the last game, before yesterday, that you think might have made enough of a case to no longer be on
1: the All bubble. All right, Tommy, give, this, give us your other one, too, because your phone is going in and out, so we'll answer both. What's your other one? Oh, it is?
14: Okay, okay. I'm going to help that situation because I've been driving. I've had you on speaker, which I normally never do. I'm going to I'm taking it off speaker. Oh, look at that! So, so the first bat, one was oh, much better, right? Much yeah, better. Way okay. The time. So, Can't the, believe you did so the first to one. Call. Yeah, my apologies. Yeah. It's I, I'm driving my son around doing chores. Okay. So we'll uh, name name a player that was on the bubble that may have uh, that may have made it onto the team due to his performance.
4: Okay. Okay.
14: And and then the other thing that I'm wondering about is um, is Gainwell. What's the percentage chance you think that he actually might have more yards? Than Sanders
1: Ooh. during the season
14: because he's a receiver too. Mm.
1: Tommy, great call as always, brother. We'll talk to you soon. A pleasure. Uh start, I'm trying to think what the park's odds Quickly quickly, on quickly with the game well one and then we'll get to a player who helped himself okay. or, or kind of get off the bubble. Uh game well, what are the odds you think? If More had, yards than Sanders. I mean, yeah, look, total went, yards. Small, right? Low, like, right? Yeah. Below
4: twenty percent. But I, I think it's above ten percent because yeah. you also factor in injury. I mean yeah. Sanders has had trouble staying hurt. Um I mean, had trouble staying healthy. So I would say it, it's small, but probably yeah, ten, fifteen percent. What, what would you say?
1: Yeah, I think that's a good number. Maybe, maybe as high as twenty. Like you yeah. could maybe get up there based on like you said, injury and the passing game and all that. So, but I, I agree. I think it's it, Sanders is a heavy favorite. He's going to get more touches, but Gainwell could definitely average more yards per sure. touch. Sure. All right. Now, what about his other question? So we talked about white
4: Whiteside, and you know, I think he had a great game last night. I think he showed why he deserves to be on the roster. So I'll go with with somebody else, uh, Brett Toth or I can never tell if it's Toth or Toth. Yeah. I'm not sure either. So the offensive lineman, uh, they've claimed him off waivers twice, I believe. They claimed him, yes. lost him, and then claimed him back. So they, they obviously have interest in him. He's been predominantly a tackle since he got here, but last night he started the game at left guard. And one thing the Eagles really like, obviously, in their offensive lineman is versatility. So I think that there's a chance he makes a team over Matt Pryor. And I, wow. I think just the fact that he started last night, he seemed to play pretty well. He can't be himself. worse than Matt
1: Pryor as far as I'm concerned. Like, I I do not ever need to see that guy play football again. Like, yeah. he's just bad. Matt Pryor's just bad.
4: Well, I think that's a little strong. He's bad. I think he's below average. But he's I think bad. that but I think that for an offensive lineman, below average is still worth keeping on the <laughs> roster with how bad it is.
1: Two one five let Let's go to San Francisco and talk to Matt. Hey, Matt.
15: Hey, how you doing, Fudge? Can you hear me?
1: Hey, yeah, what's yeah going you sound on? good. What's up, Matt?
15: I'm doing well, man. Nice uh nice sunny day in San Francisco. I figured I'd call in uh one. I wanted to talk to Elliot about some salary cap stuff. Okay. Um James, you might be kinda interested in this because I know you don't you don't really like the uh the Flacco signing.
1: Yeah, later. Uh, but
15: now with Minshew, if they cut Flacco, he first of all his contract is fully guaranteed and so like half of it, the cap hit for it counts for this year and then the other half counts for next year so right they got a bunch
4: of dummy dummy they have a bunch of dummy years on it
15: yeah but like it's just kind of like why are we accounting for this guy in more than one year I don't know I guess I'm kind of on the side now with James where it was definitely not the greatest assigning especially now that we've got him I feel like he's not Nick Mullins he's you know definitely someone that gives more of a competition for Jalen but I think it's still Jalen's job at the end of the day. And also
1: matches Jalen much more. Like, that was the other part of the Flacco thing I didn't like from the beginning is, like, if you're going to run your offense with with Flacco, it's a different offense. Whereas, Minshew, you can do more of the same things.
15: Yeah. Yeah, it's just day by day, it it just becomes more of a a less sensible signing. Well,
4: here's what I would say to counter that. Um, I, I agree that. Look, there's no reason to have Flacco and Minshew on the roster. If if their backup right now is Nick Mullins and they traded for Minshew, like that would be a different story. I would understand that. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, all offseason I said the Flacco money wasn't as much as people make it out to be. It's like less than one percent of the salary cap. It's not a huge amount of money in the grand scheme of things. So if I'm gonna say that all su- all summer, that I think it's fair to say now, like the money shouldn't tie you to Flacco. You know, like right. I, I wouldn't cut. I would not cut Flacco. But you know, I I don't think the money should be the reason he, he's on the roster. I would only have two quarterbacks. I don't think having three is smart.
15: Okay, okay. So maybe I would cut. Um,
4: actually, <laughs> and then <laughs> the
15: the uh, the next thing I was going to say is, I also listen to uh, Mike Lombardi's podcast every week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if anyone has called in and told you this yet, but I'm pretty sure that he was taking a shot directly at Elliott because uh, oh, no. he was going on about you know the Philadelphia reporters talking about. We're 4-0 throughout the week and all this stuff. It was pretty funny, but yeah. I just figured I'd let Elliot well, know. And
4: I
1: was the one that
15: started the 4-0. <laughs> yeah, four and the 4
1: and thing really yeah. became a and thing. And then everybody he jumped just, on yeah. the bandwagon about it. He didn't yeah. name me,
15: but I was like, oh, I, I think I should probably call him. <laughs> Good uh, looking out, Matt. As a loyal pod listener, appreciate I'm glad that. you
4: have your ears me. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
15: And yes. what finally made me call was uh, yesterday I was with a friend who at one of the malls here in San Francisco. She's picking up a gift for – Another friend, he just got into trading cards. So, obviously, we're at this, uh, you know, sports memorabilia yeah. store, everything's Bay Area stuff, and I go up to this pile of autographed photos, and I'm just, like, going to, like, see what kind of football ones they got because yeah. I didn't really care about any other sport. First photo I get to is a picture of a Oakland Raider, number 40, jumping over Troy ah, Vincent. I'm like, is that John Ritchie? And it's it. autographed. So I grabbed awesome. it, and I tell, I'm like, yo, I listen to this guy on the radio every single day. And she was like, Do you want it? I was like, Sure, why not? So she <laughs> bought it for I me. Mean, now awesome. I got a, a John Ritchie autograph photo in my apartment. That's really awesome. Man. That's
1: a cool collector. Uh, I'll tell Richie about it. He'll love it. He'll be like, yeah, Why, please why would you want that? Is what he'll say, but I love it. It's awesome. Matt, yeah. Matt awesome, man. Thanks for listening. Call us again, brother. This is no great. problem,
15: guys. And if I could just say one more thing yeah. He's Our Pub is the home of the Philadelphia Eagles here in San Francisco. Oh, so if awesome. you're ever in the city, the Keys, our Pub, right next to Golden Gate Park.
1: Oh, I love that, man. I love when when fans find each other outside Philly. Oh down. yeah,
15: it's a, it's a great time.
1: Matt, awesome. Thanks for calling and thanks for listening, man. Call again.
4: No problem.
15: Have I a good one, guys.
1: Two two things off of that. One. Going
4: into sports collectible stores to me is always such like an underratedly great time. Oh, it's the best! I you don't even, collect cards. Yeah, you just look you just around,
1: hang out, look around, be like, "Oh, this is
4: awesome!" Whoa, look at this! Like, yeah, yeah. and I think the excitement of not knowing what you're gonna see next is sure. like you're flipping through and you're like, "What could come next?" So anyway, that's just a lame quick opinion. Right? <laughs> but, but the other thing is like this whole this whole backlash to the four and thing. Here's what I have to say to that. Yeah,
1: official statement.
4: They were four and like, I don't know what people want me to say. They won every single day. So, so we're supposed to talk about camp all the time, write about camp, debate everything that happened, but then saying they won is, like, sacrilegious. Like, that's where we draw the line. We're going to say whose stock is up and who's down. Like, that's okay. But I say they won. Project I project the 53-man yeah, roster. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, but, you know, we use arrows for up and down and all this, but I say they won, again, uh, won, won one of the practices. And everybody's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So here's the deal. I said they were four and zero. Everybody jumped on it. You want to know
1: why? Because it's fun and everybody liked it. And they did go four and zero. So that's what it is. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. If you want to call in and talk about the four and zero Philadelphia Eagles, that's right. We'll take those calls. Uh, we're on till three. We're, how do you feel about the Minshew trade? And if you saw anything last night, roster bubble questions. Elliot will take those as well. It's Elliot. It's James. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. Elliott Shore Parks, James Seltzer with you till 3. So, John Johnson coming up next. Not sure. Dan Wilson can look into that. Rob Ellis, oh, the legend. Robbie E coming up next. That'll be from, great. From two Temple Owls to another. How about it? It'll be good to see Robbie. I Haven't seen Robbie in a while. Yeah, I that'll seen be him in a while. Very cool. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Let's get back to the phones and go to Florida and talk to our good buddy Jacory. Hey Jacory.
16: Hey guys, how you doing?
1: What up, Jacory? Hey. Um, you
16: No, know, first off, with this garden of mention thing, um, to me. I think, you know, it was a good trade. Um I think he's gonna be eventually gonna be the quarterback too. Um wow. I think he's gonna he's gonna overlead Flacco, yeah. Um it's a David Caldwell, um like you know, connection. You know, yes. David Caldwell yes. came from Jacksonville.
1: It was the general manager who drafted Minshew and all that. That I, I right. do think he played a role in. Um, in Eagles, earlier
16: like, in we got Josiah Scott from Jacksonville. We and we picked up their ex-receiver Michael Walker too. So connections there. Yeah, it's a good point. But um, going back to last night's game, I think we played well on offense. Um, I like what Flacco did with the offense. Austin Scott scored. J. Jordan. I mean, I think a white side looked good. Yep, um, He had a couple catches. Uh, John Howard how surprised me. He made that one catch, and he got hit. I thought, he'll drop, I thought he dropped the ball, but he kept it. Um, Yeah, and he was a
4: starting kick returner, too, which is a good sign. Right. Is that, you're right. I,
16: and I think the defense looked better, too. Only thing I think we
3: still need,
16: I want a third corner because I don't trust the cat yet.
4: Yeah. But you see how he
16: got burnt on that touchdown. And I think what's going to happen when I'm predicting it on Tuesday, and, Ella, you might be right with me, I think they're going to scout on the waiver wire and pick up a wide receiver on this waiver wire. A receiver
4: or a cornerback? It might be both, but I think it's going to be a a receiver. Yeah, That's a tough one. I don't know. I mean, look, I think they'd certainly be open to it. Um, What I would say about the outside cornerback is, because I was going through all this this morning, what they could do is, let's say in-game Darius Slay or Steven Nelson go down and I don't know if this would be a good move, but they could move Avante Maddox to the outside and put Josiah Scott in at nickel, which I think might be their plan. But as of now, like, Michael Jaquette might be their top outside cornerback. Nice. Even right. if they cut him, he could put him on the practice back, squad and elevate him. Yeah. So, and yeah, I, think, I agree they need a better one.
16: And I think also, too, um, Gainwell looked good, too. And I think um Dillard, he didn't look bad, but I think, he still, I think he's
7: going to be on the team because they is the first one I'm picking him. I think he's still going to be in a little. Raven Cart didn't look that bad either last night.
1: Yeah, so. Good call, Ja'Cory. We appreciate it. Yeah, going through some of the, the performances from last night. Watching they, closely. I love it. They are very thin in the secondary. Yep.
4: Like, I mean, we don't talk about this much, but imagine if Anthony Harris goes down.
1: Yeah, well, like, who even goes in for him. Especially because, I mean, if I, you would know better than me, but if I had to bet money, I would bet on Rodney McLeod probably not starting the season – like, yeah, I would I say not slight, super far away, but not right. Smart. So either way, coming back, still kind of you know working his way back from that. The Anthony Harris thing, like you said, if he gets hurt, right. you're right. You're right, man. Kevon Wallace has done nothing to show us that he's right, and, that I, and he's hurt right and now, he's hurt too. now too. So, so I guess
4: that would be it. But then you so know, if
1: Seymour, it, like who's who's after that? I mean, who are the guys after? Well, that?
4: Like. Andrew Adams, if he makes yeah. the team, oh, yeah, sure. Elijah Riley, maybe Riley, maybe, but they are like very, very thin in the secondary.
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four nine. We're going to stick in Florida and go to Fort Lauderdale and talk to Jeremy. Hey, Jer. Jeremy, Jeremy. All right, we'll put Jeremy I was back on hold. You him, Jer, see if, him off. yeah, well, we'll put him back on hold. And see if uh, we can get that working. For now, let's go from Florida to Dallas. Talk to our buddy Scott. Hey, Scott.
9: What's going on, guys? What's
1: going on, man? How you, How you been, doing? buddy? I'm doing good. I actually really
3: like the move, and as I told you guys before, I'm a big Hertz supporter. I think he's going to put up MVP-like numbers for you guys. That. Whoa, I love it, Scott.
1: Uh-huh. That's good. I stuff really right think there. he is,
3: and but I- I'm with you, James. I really like this move because if you look at the history of the Eagles, I mean, a lot of our successful seasons the last 20 years have been when we've had a good quarterback room. You can go back to when Feely and Detmer had to come in for McNabb. Garcia had to come in for McNabb. Good you can go back to Chip's first year when Nick Foles had to replace Vic.
4: Yeah, Matt Barkley um, and then started the, a game that year. I
1: mean, just yet. yeah. It's a great then, point. The history of the Eagles has been rife with backup quarterbacks having to play and, and obviously in the biggest game of them all, too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, in the Super Bowl year. And then you look at a year where we were kind of on track to make the playoffs and we didn't have that QB room. Everybody remembers Mike McMahon. He was yeah. terrible and cost us that year. Because we didn't have anybody to basically come in there for McNabb, so I, I think it's important. Especially you look at our history of it. I mean, we we have a history of doing this.
4: Yeah, look, you know? it's a, it's an excellent point that's hard to counter. <laughs> I mean, you're right, right? Yeah. There, there is a long history of it. I just ultimately think at the end of the day, like I don't want to keep three quarterbacks on the roster. There's other positions I'd want to go heavier at instead of a third quarterback, and I just don't like. I think the team's going to be good, but there just has to be such a specific scenario where Minshew has to go in. I mean, we just talked about the history with backups. Like, I think you only brought the third string maybe once or twice, Feely. I guess. Feely. Feely and then been... Matt Barkley. Well, and well, that McMahon
1: him. year was a disaster. Was that the... I mean, prior to that, we've had the Pat Ryan year. Right. And so, that. like, so three or four
4: times seen... in the last 15 years. I mean, that's not a lot, you know?
1: But I think when you think about it, like, I think Minshew... Like, I know he's technically the third string. I look at him well, as the back of it. He is the third string. Right. But, like I said to you before, if Jalen Hurts goes down for an extended period of time or if Jalen Hurts is horrible and they bench him, I think they go to Minshew. So, let me ask you guys both this, and Scott, you can, you can start. Let's say Jalen
4: Hurts is, is hurt or something happens, right? Like, do you want Minshew to win games? Like, do you want Minshew to come in here and play really well and, like, lead them? Like, what, what would you guys want in that scenario?
3: I would want him to come in and win games, especially if we're off to a good start or Hurts is performing well and something happens. I-, I would like somebody who can come in and bridge that gap yeah. so he's healthy or curious the rest Scott, of the way.
1: Scott, great, great call. And also, that's a great caveat there, right? Like, it does matter where they are. If they if Hurts is great and it's like, can you carry us for a few weeks and get Hurts back? Or or if Hurts is great and you got a position to win the division,
4: like, who knows? It's but- just going to be so... Painfully funny when, like, Jalen Hurts is really good, he gets hurt, Minshew comes in, plays really well. Oh, yeah, it's just like, you know, history repeating itself. <laughs> like, it's just like walking down the exact same path that just like semi put your franchise in, in shambles for a year.
1: Let's go back to Fort Lauderdale. Looks like Jeremy's phone is working now. Hey, Jer. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Hey, what's, what's on going? your mind, bud?
4: Yeah, I was uh, screaming
9: at the phone. I was like, what's going on? And then I had you on mute. (laughs) That
1: happens. That happens. I get it. That happens to
4: me all the time. My cheek, like, mutes it. I have big cheeks. so That's
9: why. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Uh, First of all, quick question. Elliot, were you at the game yesterday?
4: So, unfortunately, this is a long story, but my yeah, car broke. Long down. Long story short, the car broke down yesterday yeah, the game. Yeah, yes. so no. but
9: Well, I mean, that's a good thing because you would have been pooping your pants because it was raining so hard. Oh, yesterday. trust oh, me.
4: Oh, look at this. Pod Tr- yeah. listener. Pod love listener it, right here. Awesome. Pod I love
9: I love listener, yeah. I just wanted to start off with that one. First time caller for love this it. show. Oh, my Thanks man. for calling in, man. I appreciate
4: man. it. Awesome. And don't worry, I, literally... I was terrified of the rain <laughs> at home still. So, yes. Yeah, the, the yeah, car was just a convenient
9: excuse,
1: right? Yeah. So, what were you saying, Jay?
9: Oh no! I was just saying, uh, my girlfriend has like a love-hate relationship with you guys because I force her to listen to the pod every freaking day.
4: <laughs> oh, so man. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> Hopefully One day she'll yeah, enjoy it too. Yeah. Is she an Eagles fan
9: as yeah, well? Right. Uh, she doesn't care about sports. I mean, I turned into an Eagles fan, so nice. there you go. Okay,
1: that's all that matters. That works. Love it. Yeah, we're
9: going to the game in uh, the week one game in Atlanta. Taking oh, an eight-hour that's drive. Awesome, man. Oh well, look.
4: Uh, you know, obviously, if you're going, fans of Philly WIP is having a huge tailgate, so you have to stop by and say what's up.
9: Yeah, definitely. I was looking for a, for the Tampa game about two years ago, but uh, um. anyway, <laughs> I was just calling for the Minshew trade, and uh, yeah,
1: what do you think? Of I him? mean, uh, I
9: think it was I think it was um, Ike from Southwest Philly. He just took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. He said every single thing that I was thinking. It was a great point. Um, it's it's really indicative, really on just Nick Mullins. Really, I mean, he's just it was just trash. So I had to get rid of him and just get Minshew. I mean, it's just an upgrade. Or, yeah, you know, and, backup quarterback, which we obviously need all the time because our team is
1: always hurt. For a low pick, too.
4: Yeah, but, like,
1: yeah, you know, and I understand that Jalen
4: Hurts hasn't earned the right not to have competition. I get all that. But just because he hasn't earned the right to not have competition doesn't mean you have to put him through it, right? I mean, like, we, I think everyone on this call, and I was doing a lot of people listening, like, would like Jalen Hurts to succeed, would want to see him do well. And, like, does Gardner Minshew help him do that? It's like when Howie, and I know they're not exactly the same, but it's like when Howie said last year that, Drafting Jalen Hurts is going to help Carson. like, And we all laughed at it, right? Like Gardner Minshew doesn't help Jalen Hurts. Like, what, what, What's the benefit there for Jalen Hurts? And, you know, again, he's not earned the right not to have competition, but after seeing how the quarterback situations have, have played out the last few years, I do think being all in on a guy is the way to go.
9: Uh, I mean, I don't really think it hurts. Hurts. Huh. It doesn't benefit him, but it doesn't hurt him per se. Well,
4: it the, does the benefit the game in case – the entire you know. league, you know, all the right, media but, right now but, is talking about and no And Jeremy, one, great call,
1: man. Keep, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Call again. But it, it all depends on Jalen Hurts, right? Like, if Jalen Hurts is not affected by this, if he is a, a person who, who does not get affected mentally affected it doesn't adversely affect him then what does it matter well we don't know he's that, not though. carson we don't we don't right. for sure but i'm saying like it's dependent upon who he is as a human and how he reacts to these things yeah
4: but you know i also think just putting somebody through something just because you perceive them as mentally tough isn't a great way to go about you know building a relationship with somebody like if you're the eagles and you're like oh well jalen won't care if we bring in somebody that's going to make everyone in the world think we don't believe in i'm like i don't know is that the way to go about it let's
1: go to glassboro and talk to our guy black brady what up baby
6: let me tell you something. I mentioned we're going to the Super Bowl, right? Like, why we talking like we are about to win all these games? We're winning five games, six games, maybe. Well, I'm like, wrong I mean, about
1: yeah, that. Six
7: or seven. So I'm
1: right there with you.
7: <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like the seven games, he's going to come in and carry us while
1: Hurts might be hurt. Uh, come on, man. Now, like, I, I'm looking I, at I much QB more QB as like trading for an asset. You're giving out oh, yeah. not much for for something that oh. I think is worth more than what you're giving out. I, I I like
7: the trade. I like the value of the trade. I like Minshew magic. I do like all that stuff. I'll yeah. Say, anytime QB you can factory, trade for a QB backup factory. that already
4: has a nickname, you have to do it. Like bringing oh, yeah, no, no Minshew doubt. Mania to in the house. Like, come on.
16: Uncle Uncle Rico's in the house. He's still in over to oh, Philadelphia yeah. forgot about
6: that. Like it's it's on and popping with them handlebars, brother. So we're we're good to go. I'm excited
16: about it. But I'm just
6: saying, pump these brakes a little bit. Let's get these six seven wins and see what's going on. I love you guys. I'm out in LA, so I'm busy. But oh, I will talk God. to you
16: guys. Look
0: I'm representing our way in Audacity. Check feel it like in. Art. Check
1: it in, brother.
6: Hollywood hey, Hollywood
1: Radio. <laughs>
6: hey, hey, I do what I do, Coast to Coast
16: Key, West Tiki Largo. Oh, I love you guys.
1: Bye. You're the best, uh. Like I mean, Hollywood bad. gritty. In just the house. took. I like. Just took a second to call in from. Uh, I say so that's hi. It's a real one right I'm out. That's I'm out. Real I'm one good. Out just a quick point. And, and, also uh, a GoBert's caller. Uh, as usual, baby. Yeah. 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 Well, well, we've claimed him. Yes. Yes. That's agreed. for sure. Two, um, uh, all the good ones are ours. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. You know. That's how yeah. it works. We do have great callers. We do. And we, we couldn't talk do show about anymore. it all the time. Two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four. Speaking of those callers, we have one more segment to go. I will get to as many of you as I can. As we can, as uh, again, we'll continue to talk about this Minshew thing. And, and if you want to talk about last night as well, uh, it's goldberg 's Radio. It's Elliot. It's James. We're on till three. And let me one more time remind you that the Park Sportsbook is the official Sportsbook partner of the real sports fan. Golf's in full swing. Baseball's in full swing. And you can bet on it all. Baseball, golf, MMA, and so much more. Live in-game play-by-play betting lets you bet while you watch, which is a wild ride. It's the only Sportsbook app backed by the number one casino, in the whole state of Pennsylvania, it's the only one that Elliot and I at GoBirds recommend. You can bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Park Sportsbook app. And you can bet on individual player performances as they happen. Baseball, bet on hits, home runs, pitcher strikeouts, inning by inning on golf. You can bet on match winners, bet on uh, who's going to be the leader after each round, and so much more. You can always bet on spreads, parlays, props, teasers and over-unders. You can bet on football futures. The season's about to get started. Win totals. Who's going to win it all? Anything and everything. And just having a little action on this stuff makes it so much more fun to watch. Here's the deal. If you sign up right now for new customers, sign up right now, you get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet. Your risk-free bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. Go Birds Radio, presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. James Seltzer, Elliot Shore, Parks with you. For one more segment, Robbie E. coming after that. We'll get right back to the phones in just a sec. What up, E? So I
4: have a, a point to make, and then I have a confession.
1: Ooh, love a good confession. The so, point
4: we'll find out about. Here, here's my point. You like the Gardner Minshew signing. Trade. Tra- trade, yes. But also, like all this team's Achilles heel in some ways has been their quarterback management, right? Like the way they handled Carson, the full situation, the decision to draft Jalen Hurts. You don't like the Flacco thing, right? So you would agree that they've not done a good job managing the quarterback,
1: but yet you. Agree with this? Well, it doesn't mean that just because every... Like, I got to be honest with how I feel about each individual move, right? Just because I didn't like the Joe Flacco signing doesn't mean that I can't turn around and like trading a six for Gardner Minshew. Like, they're separate things. Mm. Just because they keep doing one thing bad doesn't mean that everything they do in that department's going to be bad. Like, once upon a time, I loved that they went up and got Carson Wentz. Once upon a time, I loved that they had Nick Foles here as a backup to win the Super Bowl. Like, so... You know, I I I have not liked what they've done the last few years there, but that doesn't mean that I I'm gonna just automatically hate every move they make at that position. Are you ready for the confession? Please, my mom texted me that point. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so there you go. Shout out to Mrs. Shore. Yeah, there you go. How
4: about that? Maybe one day she'll call in and
1: debate Let me let, let me know if my answer was acceptable. I will. 2-1-5-9-2-9-4-94. My mom actually texted me earlier too and said that we should say our names more. She mm. said, "So that was her." Suggestion. Like my name is said enough. She was on like, this "Say, station. say, say, tell people you are." And I'm like, "We're here. People know us." She's right. like, "You should say your name more." Elliott Shore Parks, James Seltzer. There it you. is. How about that? that my was for, n- that my was name, my you, mom.
4: My name comes up on this station quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. always <laughs> positively. So I feel like people hear the Elliot Shore Parks enough, but yes. James Seltzer needs to be said an infinite <laughs> amount of times. So I agree with that. <laughs>
1: Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Robbie E coming up at three. We'll get to as many calls before we get out of here as we can. Let's go to South Carolina and talk to our buddy Rick. Hey Rick.
12: Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you?
1: What's going on, man?
12: Thanks for taking a call from a Go Birds podcast listener. Love uh it, Elliot, I hope your your knee has recovered from that vicious laptop attack oh
4: you know it's funny because that was actually a few months ago now i've actually fallen since then and my knee also oh my goodness i appreciate it either way yeah i I survived the last one hopefully this one i will as
12: well the first thing i'd like to say just in case they're listening i'd like to say to mrs parks and mrs seltzer your sons are doing a wonderful job you should be very proud
4: thanks
1: buddy
12: Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that would be uh, my
1: Mother's Day present. We did it. Great.
12: I uh, I I heard about this trade just as your show was beginning, and uh, my my you know my gut reaction, my first thoughts, and maybe I'm playing checkers. My first thoughts were playbook and mobility, Uh, because I I, because I think this could be a better backup than Flacco, because I see like a totally different playbook, and there is little, if any, mobility. You know, in my opinion. He did have a 155 quarterback rating last night, so whatever. But And he moved, uh, he moved
4: pretty well last night, too.
12: Yeah. Um, and then I also, my, you know, when, as soon as I heard it, I wondered, well, wow, I wonder what the Eagles had to give up. I think a six-round draft pick for Minshew is a, is a great deal, and maybe there are chess moves coming that I don't know, you know don't.
4: Yeah, don't know I, the value is good. I, I agree with that. <clears throat> to get a quarterback as good as Gardner Minshew for a six-round pick, I agree it's good value. I just don't like the value of keeping three quarterbacks in the roster, especially one that has the potential to be a distraction.
12: Right. Um, I, uh, you know, there's been a lot of, of course, uh, all new coaching staff uh, this year. I was wondering, and yeah, and you can uh, you know, address this. Uh, I don't have to hang on. But I was wondering, if, uh, likewise, if there's been a turnover in the medical staff. I know the Eagles have had injury issues year after year. Yeah, uh, great,
1: great, great question. And as always, we really appreciate the call.
4: Thanks. Yeah, they're there. I mean, last year they brought in, I believe, uh, someone from the uh, Los Angeles Rams to help with their medical staff. There has been some turnover for sure. I mean, I think when it comes to injuries, there's just a certain element of luck attached to it to a certain degree. And I think they're doing the right thing by trying to protect them and not playing them in the preseason games. Because,
1: yeah, you can get hurt
4: any time, but you're just more likely to get hurt the more you play and if you're getting tackled. So I think it was the right call.
1: Let's go to Glenside and talk to Matt. Hey, Matt. Hey, guys, how's it going?
4: Hey, what's going on, man? Uh,
1: just want
0: to rattle off a couple things. Elliot, thanks for the parlay. It was very exciting. Ooh. Unfortunately we didn't win.
1: Oh,
4: trust me. I've been um, following Yeah, that. We, We've been talking about how yeah. close it, looked Early like, on, it was. It looked yeah. Early on. It looked
1: good. Early on. Oh, it, it looked good. It just cool. all fell apart. So yeah.
0: Yeah. We're definitely winning double digit games this year in combination with Ooh. the schedule and my unshaken faith in Jalen Hurts. Love
1: it. Um,
0: uh, I have another thing. I'm curious, like, Despite what we saw from Joe Flacco last night, I still think he stinks, and he might be worth just cutting and signing to the practice squad. Do you think anybody would even go after him?
4: Yeah, I think he would be signed. Now, I I would – if you told me, like, the decision was you trade for Minshew and you cut Flacco, I would be okay with that. I think I'd – from a pure distraction standpoint, I think Minshew is more of a distraction than Flacco, but I think Minshew is a better quarterback than Flacco. Okay.
0: Yeah, and – uh. And a 4 and 0 practice champions i'm a big exactly, fan of that exactly right but
4: <laughs> facts but, only
0: but can we really be that excited about beating you know both the patriots and the jets who you know i think are two teams who are probably in the bottom of their division compared to the bills and
4: my see that's the right? count that's the counterpoint oh, man we appreciate Matt, it yeah good point that's everyone that wants to make fun of the 4 and 0 like that's the counterpoint right there that nobody's made yeah, they played bad teams in those practices. They beat them. They are 4-0, like but they they were bad teams yeah. for sure. I think, now the Eagles are viewed as a bad yeah, team. Yeah. So.
1: I think the Patriots have a chance to be better than I think people expect. I don't think they're going to be if great. If they play Mac Jones. Yeah, I, yes, and I think their defense could be pretty good and obviously I mean Belichick alone gives them gives them a chance. 215 592 Let's go to Denver and talk to Spencer. Hey, Spence.
13: Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, thanks up,
1: for man. calling again, bud. How are you?
13: Yeah, of course. Great. So, I have two points. So, this one's going to sound a little bit childish, but hear me out.
1: Excited for it. I,
13: all right. So, I didn't know that the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl okay. the year that they did. But when Madden comes out and I play it, I can tell pretty quick if we're good or not.
4: I like this. this I like is this. And a that year, I was like, wow. Point. Yes.
13: I was just like, wow, the O line is good. We have receivers. And Madden came out this year. We're terrible like i can already tell you like we're just not gonna be good oh. so well, then, look at this the madden, test. They failed the
1: madden test that failed the madden this went the opposite way i was expecting <laughs> yes
4: when you started no, we're this-
13: just, like we're not good it's just it's bad yeah, that's kind of
1: where
4: i'm at Spence. you know this is a childish yeah <laughs> <laughs> and
13: then just combining on that too something that i'm thinking about because i am in denver and all these broncos fans after the broncos won the super bowl i always kept saying we, they should have traded Von Miller for two first round picks. Traded Demarius Thomas. Traded Emmanuel Sanders. Traded Chris Harris. Yeah. All that. We just need to blow it up. I just like, I no, don't I know. what mean, maybe we'll go nine and seven and like maybe make the playoffs. If we make the playoffs, why? So, we can, so I can watch them lose to the Seahawks thirty-one to six and you have know, the twenty-second pick. I'd why? be interested.
4: I'd be interested to go back and look at the offensive lines ratings in twenty seventeen compared to what they are now. I would bet it's, it's the similar. same ones. They're just all older. I yeah, mean, but I'm sure the ratings are similar, and I think the defensive line is probably rated better too. I'm
13: just saying we're not going to win, and I hate this whole purgatory in the NFL of going nine and seven, trying to make the playoffs for what? What? We should just blow it up. Just we're already um, going to be bad.
1: Look, I Spencer I disagree. love the call, man.
4: Keep calling. I disagree. I think they'll be better than Spencer does, but the Madden test does scare me. Yeah, I, I, I that was lie, you know?
1: <laughs> Let's go to Pittman and talk to my buddy Lenny. How you been, Len?
13: Lenny, you are not the father. <laughs>
1: Congratulations, Lenny! You did. It.
13: No, I'm good gonna... Maury Povich, there. Uh, listen, guys, it's a football season again. Great to hear the two best guys on radio nah, talking man. some football. It always uh, gets excited this time of the year. That's I'm just going to get to it real quick. I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I think Jalen Hurts is a pedigree. Played for two of the best programs in college football. Right. Every week he went against a team that was probably in the top ten. There was no, uh, you know, sisters of the Mary or, or anything. I just think he's a pedigree, and I. Think I think he's a leader, and I think he's going to come out fine, and I think the Eagles are going to do a lot better than people think they are. not an
1: Eagles fan, too, so this is not a Homer take, Lenny. I I like that. I think everything you said is true. I mean, Hurts has never
4: failed in his football career, right? Never. He he succeeded at Alabama. He succeeded at Oklahoma. He was better last year than people thought. He was one of the best quarterbacks in Texas when he was in high school. So, you know, I think betting on him being good is a good bet.
13: Yes, and betting on on you two guys is good too. You guys are the best, man. You make it interesting. You know everybody by now on a first name basis, and everybody knows who you are, and it's a great thing, man. Looking forward to the season. Lenny, Super it's always
1: that. a pre- pleasure, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Two one five. I guess I'm giving out the number at the end of the show. I always make fun maybe, of DK. maybe save it. For I next always week. make fun of the camera when he does that, and then I do it myself. So, Joe. <laughs> Apologies, my bad. Uh, Cut that audio. Yeah, right. right. No, don't. Don't. That didn't happen. Scrub (laughs) it. Uh, Look, um, uh, I wish we get to every call. I'm so sorry to the people we didn't get to call next week. I'm seeing, I'm looking at you. I will get you up next week. I'm so sorry. Stay on, Rob Ellis. I'm sure we'll be talking about the exact same thing we've been talking about. So so definitely pay attention to that. And uh, again, thank you to everyone who called. We couldn't do the show without you. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Check out our pods. We'll have our pods all week as we're starting. to. Elliot, I mean, this is the last we're here. week we're before hit. a football week, before yeah. a, a freaking game week. I, Finally! I, I always look forward to the regular season, but, man, at Atlanta, oh. week one going to be good. Love it. I'm very All excited. Right. again, thank you to everyone who called in. We literally couldn't do it without you. Coming up next, the great, the legend, Robbie E. Ravel is coming up next. Thanks to Dan Wilson just crushing it behind the glass. Awesome job. For Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here on 94 WIP.